Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. Um, my name is Chris, aka AstroZombie954, and uh, we got a special guest joining us today. Uh, Dino is uh, on vacation with his family, so uh, I decided I need to bring someone in that knows just as much as Dino and more than me. So, <laughs> so I asked uh, our 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 admin here, Wildcat Dad, uh, to join me, and he said yes, surprisingly. I was surprised that he decided he wanted to do this with me and not just Dino, but he's here. So, uh, uh, Wildcat Dad, thanks for, for coming out. Thanks, and as you said, Astro, I'm Brad, a.k.a. Wildcat Dad. I help out on the Discord and trotted my best at PvP. No one, no one here is as good as Dino. Let's, let's just set the record <laughs> straight now. I think, I think people are starting to... I think after this this tournament uh, that he's in with everybody, that people are going to start noticing him a little bit more. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that tournament is it, some huge names. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. So we're recording today. It's uh, the third because obviously tomorrow's the fourth, and I'm going to go blow up stuff and hopefully not blow up, up my finger. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please don't, please, <laughs> please, please don't go see your doctors this weekend. Yeah. That's the most important part of the Fourth of July. Yep. yep. It's very hard to eat a bowl of cereal with no thumbs. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, so yeah. So we're gonna go over a bunch of stuff today. Uh, Sylph is on a break. There is no meta for I think what the next two months or next just next the next month. Two months. We'll come back in September. So uh, previously, Sylph normally came up with an unranked cup for July, and then August was a revisit of a previous cup. Uh, this year, they decided just to kind of shut it down for a couple months and say, you know what, go do your own thing for a while, which gives us a perfect chance to have some more unique tournaments. Yeah. And we're seeing some in our Discord as well as other Discords right now, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so uh, because of that, we're not going to have uh, an actual self section. We're going to actually go over uh, something that we're doing in our Discord um, and then... Uh, but before we get started, like we had mentioned last week um, about uh, Gracie and, and what was going on. So we decided, well, I came up with the idea and I, I brought it up to DeFi and 
uh, Ken from Lured Up about maybe putting together like a charity tournament um, to kind of help raise money and whatever. And it took off a little faster than like I could keep up with. It just like snowballed. And like next thing I knew, like, boom, we have this tournament with it's me and Dino, um, Ken and Adam. Ken and Adam from mm-hmm. Lured Up, yep. DeFi and Fish from GoCast, and then Salt and Nar from uh, PGR. So, oh come on, you're burying the lead with some of these big names here. Yeah. So there is. So each team was was we were we're supposed to bring two people in, and like I was thinking, we were just going to bring like people from you know the discords or, or something like that. And then DeFi comes over and she's like, Hey, I got Ali lucky and NH off and we're good. And I'm like, okay, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, so we need to find people. Luckily I live in the state of Florida and I'm also in a discord with, um, a pretty well-known player, uh, that I've talked to here and there. I'm, I'm more friends with, with, you know, some of the other guys, uh, but I reached out to him, uh, and he said yes. And, uh, that person was a speediest chief too. And, uh, then we got, um, Daniel and I always mess up his last name. It's Nahar, Nahari. The, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let you say that. I- I'm sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I always mess up your name and that's probably why you hate me. <laughs> no, uh, he, uh, if, if you haven't checked him out, I mean, he streams on Twitch, like, daily. He's, mm-hmm. he is very, very talented in what he's doing, and he does an amazing job, and some of the teams he comes up with is, is crazy. So, that spiraled into, uh, Ken and Adam getting Zionic and Caleb Peng. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... PGR uh brought in hydrogen bomb and uh hydrogen bond and camo, which I'm excited for those two guys and for Dino because they're all I think they're all caliber players. Like they can all hang with those people. And yeah. this is gonna be a good time for them to to show that off. Uh so we are we're recording, uh we're gonna be streaming it uh with ghost stadium not sure on that date yet um but once we have it we'll be posting it out in the meantime uh the name of the charity is called trainers doing good and it's something that uh, ken had been wanting to do and and then i was like yeah let's do this shit like this is awesome uh so it like i said snowballed uh designed uh, a logo for us uh with the shirt you know um all that that is on the website i think you can get it go through the lured up website or you could go directly to uh trainersdoinggood.com and it'll give you the link to gracie's gofundme you know the story behind what's going on the story behind you know the tournament uh and then eventually it'll have the list of everybody that's participating our teams you know all that stuff so Ken did a really good job on the website and and he's he's been awesome. Like everyone it like I said, it's just like within like two days, like all of a sudden it's this big thing. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's really one of the reasons I absolutely love this community is, is we, we, you know, one of our own had an unexpected event, got, you know, medical bills out the wazoo, couldn't cover them because, you know, America and the community came together really quickly, rallied around her. And this isn't the first time we've had some of our trainers go through stuff like this and, and to have this organization set up and what we're doing with Ken, with the PGR guys, it really shows a lot about why this community is so powerful and the fact that we just take care of our own. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's awesome. I think GoCast was actually talking, brought that up uh, on this week's episode or yeah, this week's in, in a question about just the community and stuff like that. And um, one of the, one of the people that wrote in made a comment uh, that his wife says that they're not real people, (laughs) his, his discord friends. And I beg to differ on that. <laughs> I beg to differ. Uh, we we are definitely all real friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I would love to see us get this get this thing trending, especially with all the the kind of the hate that's been thrown at Niantic and the, the the toxicity that the community kind of showed over the last few weeks with the changes. Yeah, I think this is a, a, a good this tournament's a good way to show that hey, this this community is actually you know one that takes care of its own and lets really you know show the highlights of the community versus just the bad that we always hear about on the wonderful twitter sphere yeah exactly so that um that's pretty awesome it was it was even better uh because wildcat can see everyone who comes in um before anyone else sees it before it like pops up and him and our new um our other admin uh reyes both send me messages going basically how the fuck did these people end up in our discord (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh just wait just wait there's there's some things because we don't want to like start promoting it until everything was put together and it was it was professional and ready to go so yeah it was it was pretty funny to start seeing you know these names pop up and people in like in my local chat that are um in there like artemis and stuff were like I'm trying not to fangirl over like the people that are coming in. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I remember I was just seen. I think it was specifically Zoink came in, and I'm like, wait, wait a second, what, what's he doing with this Mary Band of Mystics we got running around over here? Exactly. This, this is, and the excitement really started building from there, and I think it's been really cool, especially seeing them, them interacting in the Discord, even, yeah, on the on the coordination channel. Everyone's actually you know really active on that coordination channel, and you know it's. It, It'll be a fun tournament. It is. I can't wait to see the stream. It is. It's gonna. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, do, do you want to talk about who you got matched up with first round? For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I drew the the short stick and uh, had to uh, play Caleb Peng, and I I I knew what team I w- needed to bring in just to match up with with whatever he was coming at me with, and it was like it was like a JV football team walking onto a college football field to play a college team. It was just like 10 times faster. It, it was the same speed, but it felt 10 times faster. The switches and the, and, and just the things. And, you know, afterwards I sent it to Dino and he's like, he's like, you played sort of well. Like there's some things that you messed up that you threw. Like I should have shield. If I shielded here, I would have won that game. He's like you. You lost the game here, and this is where you did it. But like the quickness, it like it wasn't. It it felt faster. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I I don't know. Maybe I was just intimidated. But the the hype is real. Like he's he's good. I I can't. I hope I get to play 
some of the other guys. So and 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 girls, which would be yeah. awesome. I play D five. I know exactly what you mean because every time I play camo, it's immediately that my stress level goes up because I just know even if I don't, if I win the the lead, he's so good that he's going to immediately switch up and actually put it pressure on me, even though I'm yeah should be playing from a power advantage. It, I could only imagine playing Caleb or, or some of these others. <sighs> how stressful that would have to be. Yeah. No, I've I played camo a couple times. I think I'm either one one and two or one and one against him I, there was one huh? there was one tournament that um i beat did i beat him in maybe no i may be oh i may be oh and two i think there was one that we tied for first or something uh but it was it's it's always fun playing him um so that's going on we'll post you know some more stuff on the twitter on our twitter and and discord and stuff like that and let everybody know when all that stuff is streaming and you know whatever else is going on with it um so today was tepig community day yeah that was a thing it was a thing (laughs) thing. (laughs) i was hoping for like just the i I wish i had the cricket chirp (laughs) thing to just play in the background uh, the three times catch stardust on a raid on a legendary was pretty nice, and that's pretty much all I did was Deoxys raids. <laughs> yeah, I went out for about 45 minutes to an hour and got four shinies and said, I'm good enough, yeah. even with the Stardust. I just And the separate is I love Tepig, but it's just so classy that it can't really be useful. So I got my four shinies, one to keep and go, three to go to Pokemon Home, out, yep. nothing else to care about. Yeah. But I will say the overall week was pretty producing awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the XP was amazing. Let's just it that's was. what I cared about. It it was. Um yeah, I I got one for Great League. I got my three shinies so that I could do the evolution. Um and then that was it. I, I put the gotcha on. And was just doing raids the whole time while the kids were doing, you know, catching yeah. their things and stuff like that. I was just doing raids because you were getting like a thousand, you know, between, I think on Deoxys, depending on how fast you beat it, you were getting between like 600 and a thousand Stardust. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm over here with my Mickey million, five million Stardust. So yeah. I broke a million. I'm I'm sitting Ooh. over a million, and I was about to like spend a whole bunch, but then I stopped myself. So <laughs> I'm at forty million or one million forty one thousand. So that's hey, hey. Here, here, here's the secret to, to keeping dust. You're at forty one thousand now. Don't ever spend a million, and, and then you just build up yeah. from there and spend down to, and you'll have that million in reserve when a tournament comes around that you actually need them on for. Exactly. That's what that's what I'm trying to do. Just pretend that one isn't there and just go with it. So, but yeah. that is bringing up a, a badoofing week. Uh, that's a good transition. Uh, like I said, we're going to skip the sylph and let's go ahead and uh, start the show off in the in-game news. So, yeah, uh, so Niantic um, 
did their blog vomit and just threw a whole bunch, you know, the entire, you know, July event into their blog. Um, but before we get into July stuff, we had a very interesting day. And honestly, when it happened, I didn't think it was going to be as extreme as it was. Like, I thought it was going to be like community le- community day spawns level spawn or even like spawn hour uh or or you know the spotlight hour spotlight hour yeah this thing was insane like okay if you guys don't know um which i find it hard to believe it was wednesday it was wednesday this week and then of course the the three or four days leading up yeah. to it or no five days i think leading up to it was also an increasing level of the doofiness yeah but the actual day was it was funny when I woke up and I just saw nothing but Badoof and then I'm driving to work and all the raids are Badoof. Like it was funny. And then like by noon I was like, okay, I'm I'm ready for <laughs> something else. I'm kinda done with it. it. It reminded me if you remember I think it was last year or the year before the video game awards, they did the Whooper takeover. Yeah. And it, it was the exact same level of, of insanity spawns was it was just nonstop Badoof and nothing else. Yeah. Except for that only lasted like a couple hours. This was all oh. fucking day. <laughs> I think the whooper was 12 hours as well. Actually. Was it? I think it went through the night. Oh, okay. No one cares what happened yeah, through the night yeah, versus yeah. being the entire day. This was all day. Yeah, that was. But I got a hundo there you and go. I got a shiny. So that's all that matters. There you I'm, go. I'm done. And I already have a good PvP but barrel. Yep. So I got, I got one of each of the special moves. I got the shiny one and that's it. <laughs> that's it um so besides that like i said niantic took a you know giant dump on us with their their july blog i like that they do are doing this now but it's also like i feel a little bit like it's just too much all at once <laughs> I, I think it's actually better than them waiting last minute to spring stuff on because you, you always have the complaints from people of I need to plan around. I work these days or that days, and at least giving us tentative dates for these big giant news dumps yeah. gives people a chance to plan for the things they care and don't care about. Yeah, so I, I like it from that aspect, but it's a lot, and it's a there's always something going on in this game anymore, which is good and bad. There's always that that FOMO constantly happening because the game is just so jam-packed with events non-stop yeah the thing that i i just i sit like sometimes when i'm i'm sitting driving or whatever and i'm playing i'm like we're supposed to be getting like seasonal spawns but there's so many events throughout the month that really like in 30 days you're probably only getting like six days of that seasonal spawn and then I feel like every week is a raid or uh, a different event that it's, oh, now it's water Pokemon or it's this Pokemon or it's that. And all the ones that I was excited for for that season, like, kind of just got pushed aside, except for Deerling. Like, for some reason, that's the only one that decides to pop up everywhere. <laughs> oh, see, I don't, I still have caught one Deerling this season. Really? Yeah. And I had to walk across the street from a funeral home to do it. Uh, I, I seen a deerling, and I'm like, oh, I don't have to be in there for another 20 minutes. Let's yeah. walk over here and see it, because I don't know if I'm going to see another. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I, I see them all over the place, and uh, I've been able every season to, to evolve one without having to put any 
any candy or anything into it. Um, but then again, I also totally forgot that Heracross and which were the other ones? <laughs> so- Heracross, Maractus, Corsola, um, Carnivine, and there's I think one more are all Florida regional. Yeah. I, I, he, he, so Astro was laughing because I was <laughs> I'm very excited to go to Disney World in uh, September. We're taking my daughter for her fourth birthday. It'll be her first ever trip taking both the mother-in-law or the grandmothers with us, their first trip ever. It's going to be a really cool trip. But one of the things I'm most excited for is having so many regionals in one place. Yeah. And I was like, wait, and, what? <laughs> <laughs> just sit over here. Oh, those aren't normal spawns. You don't see those every day. But hey, Dino, Dino also was like, wait, we see those every day. Like he didn't yeah. put it together too at first. And then he was like, he got it before me. And I'm just like, man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, but it will be nice. Disney World has so many stops and things. I'll just throw on the gotcha. Don't even have to bother playing. I'll pick them up as I go. Check every once, you know, every once in a while, standing in a queue line. Yep. Good to go. I, that, that's the really cool part about playing at theme parks. I, and literally any theme park is that way. It's just Universal, Disney, SeaWorld, the Florida parks, you get the additional regional yeah. stuff, which is just amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was, I, I don't know. <laughs> So that was that. So with July, uh, so let's go over just let's highlight some of the PvP relevant things. There's a lot of stuff going on that you guys can go on the Pokemon Go blog and and check out all the, you know, other things that we don't mention. Or you can listen to, you know, GoCast or PGR or Lured Up. And, that you know, they go into that stuff a lot better than we do. Uh, so let's see. So. We've got right now, it uh, started Thursday and then going through July 16th. They, I think Niantic listened to the podcast and heard <laughs> me for 24 episodes complain that I don't have a defense form Deoxys and they need to bring it back and it's not fair. And I cried enough and they did it. <laughs> yes, the world's smallest violin was playing for me. But it worked. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to say I was the reason <laughs> that we have Deoxys until the 16th. And I have done... Let me see where I'm at. Hold on. I've done since... he's Since it's come in, 19 raids through the, through the discords. And... I've got a hundred, what, 132 candy and then 58 candy XL. And I'm like, I have my first Deoxys ever. And no one believed me that it was my first one. I was like, really? Like, you guys have listened to the podcast and know that I don't have one. First one that I got, rank one Ultra League. Oh, that's going to be expensive, though. Oh, yeah. Especially for a mon that, that gets beat pretty badly by giratina yeah well i think it's it's more for open ultra and um there's someone in our discord uh uh peter that swears by this thing in ultra he's he's put in the dust he's best buddied it he's got it up there and he swears by it so i have it i'm gonna get a great league one put together but, uh, you know, I'm going to wait until it's gone, because knowing my luck, I'll 
power up what the 67% one that I got. And then the last day I'll get like an 80 <laughs> and I'll kick myself in the ass for it. So yeah, my, my only reason I was really excited to see Deoxys come back is my only one I have from an EX raid was a Honda. Oh. My first and only ever Deoxys defense, which is awesome. But for PVP and great league is pretty trash. Yeah. It, it actually loses pretty badly to a lot of things that it should normally be being a hundo. Yeah. So I am happy to get some more. I think I've done probably 10 or 12 myself uh, and got, I think, the number 23 Ultra, hmm. but nothing good for Great League still. So we'll keep going. Reyes, I'm sorry I missed your raid invite. <laughs> We're recording, obviously, but yeah. keep, keep them coming. I can, I can always count on Reyes to give exactly. me as many yeah. invites as I need to. <laughs> so he... He normally tags me or whatever, and finally I was just like, man, I, for some reason, my phone doesn't always, like, notify me when I get tagged at Discord, and he's like, I tagged you, and I was like, yeah, I missed it, I missed it. I was like, you know what, here's my phone number, just text me. (laughs) And he's like, cool, and here it is, a text that, you know, uh, we got the access. (laughs) So, um... I hope raid hour come Wednesday is going to be really hopping like I expect it to, but I think the lack of shiny has really tempered the excitement for it, unfortunately. Yeah, I was... So, I've had our raid call out um, PGRs, GoCasts, and Lured Up. Like, I've had those things, like, checked to where I get the notifications on every single thing that gets posted in there. Mm -hmm. Like, there was one, I think it was... Was it yet today or yesterday? I think in the PGR one, there was like two raids all day. And it wasn't until like five o'clock our time when it started to like a couple. And even then, it was hard to get people to come in. Yeah, we, we tried one on PGR yesterday morning. I think we had three or four of us and we actually failed it the first time through. We had to, you know, get, beg borrow to get a couple more people in to actually finish. And I'm like, I expected more hype. I, I expected a lot more excitement, but I guess with the shiny chase not being there and those that have already got the free one through EX system, Mm -hmm. I I, I can understand them, especially if they're not a huge PvP focused player. There's no real reason for them to rate it. Exactly. Uh, So one of the other things that is is interesting about uh, this Pokemon is the fact that because the only way you can get these is through raids, and you can't mm-hmm. trade them, so therefore you can't re-roll your IVs. It's it's you're gonna at the end of it, like you're just gonna have to pick the best of the worst because yeah. no one is getting like I think on on what is Joe it? Joe Stadium has it listed as a zero fifteen fifteen. I'm yeah. like, why bother listing it? It's not that's possible. That's not no one no one's gonna get that. Uh, PV poke has a rank 24 for great league um rank 1 10 15 13 now when i got a 10 15 13 pokagini was telling me that was number 1 for great league and like 30% like a 30% rating for um or number 1 for ultra league and like 30% something like some ridiculous ranking uh for great league so i asked the question i'm just like at the end of the day like is the hundred percent going to be the one that you want to keep 
for Great League? Or are you going to want to try and do one of these? And everyone kind of gave their their little opinion on it. And I think what Wildcat said perfectly is he's got the hundo and he loses battles that he should be winning because of that difference. I thought it'd be better because you would get that CMP tie. Um, it's a tax that's so low, though. You're still not you're still losing CMP with most everything. Else. Yeah, but I think you end up dropping two or three levels off of total power up when you have the hundo, which makes a huge difference in Great League. The higher you can get that level in Great League, the significantly better off you're going to be always. Yeah, exactly. So I'm excited. I'm going to keep doing them until the 16th, and then I will pick the best one and power it up. I will. I'm going to after I do my Alolan Nine Tails for Ultra. Uh, I'll start working on that one. I have Wobafet right now as my buddy. I got a best buddy him, um, and then work on Nine Tails. So, so that is what's going on right now. Uh, we've got Mewtwo coming back right after Deoxys. So on the sixteenth. Uh, through the 23rd, you're going to have Mewtwo. And I like that they're doing this before, like, the GoFest raid day, because if they didn't, like, everyone's going to raid Mewtwo. Like, it's just every time it comes out and raids, like, everybody's on it. And then you're kind of... I'm still missing the shiny. Yeah. So, I, I, oh. Exactly. They're just dipping them in our pocket this month. Exactly. So... I like that they're giving us it ahead of time so that we can kind of get it out of our system and then focus on everything else that's going on um, during raid so, day. So Mewtwo is only pre-GoFest. I think I believe it's the 28th we're getting a TBA. Mm-hmm. What, do you think that TBA has to be something new because of GoFest? Do you, th- do you think they're still just going to take one of those that they put out at GoFest and throw another week of it on it? Uh, it's so... <laughs> it's they're so i want to say that they're gonna give us something new but i have a feeling it's just gonna be a re-roll maybe with a new shine with like a, one that doesn't have a shiny out um the only thing i could think of that would me personally like jaw drop and be like oh shit they did it is um not kekleon the the why can't I think of its name? Keldeo. Yes, Keldeo. Yep. I don't think we'll get Keldeo in raids. It's technically a mythical, and if we well, we could get it in raids, but I think what you'll have happen is the the Swords of Justice will be the three weeks before, just like with Reggie. Yeah. Gigas. You have three weeks of the Swords of Justice, and then Keldeo at the end of the month. Yeah. I think that's the most likely scenario to see Keldeo released, but it's such a pretty little pony. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's the um there's uh X is Xerneas, Y is Evital, Z, the Z um from Zygarde. Yes. Zygarde is amazing. Maybe that it will I, I would love to see it. I think they're gonna hold that one for a while. I, I think you're right that we're gonna get a, a rehash with maybe a new shiny released with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you're gonna see Dalgo Pialkia again until November. That's when we'll get their shiny forms is my guess. Yeah. Uh because of the Diamond Pearl remake. Because, you know, Pokemon Company and Nynanic and all the conglomerates there like to, you know, do the cross-marketing. cross, cross marketing. So w- they'll hold the shiny Dialga Palkia for that. Yeah. That's what I, I, was... I could see maybe 
bring back the birds another week for or for a few days and just time it out the 28th through the 31st. Yeah. Three days of the birds. One day each nature. bird or something, yeah. I don't know. Especially since the shot, spotlight hour shot your prediction in the foot for next month's community day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the raid, uh, our raid hours this month, uh, we have Deoxys, Deoxys, Mewtwo, and then a TBA. Um, so we'll see what that is. And once it gets announced, we'll, we'll let everyone know. Uh, Mewtwo is your, you know, Master League, uh, does it maybe open ultra? I don't really see a lot more armored Mewtwo in open ultra than, you know, regular Mewtwo. He's more in greatly or um, master league and then for your rating, but it's also a good time to get your candy and your candy XL. If you have a good shadow Mewtwo, which I want to find the video that I have of Dino playing with his shadow Mewtwo. It, it makes your brain explode because it hits so hard, but it's, it's so glassy because of it being the shadow, but it's, it was, it's an awesome video. I'm going to have to ask him for it so that we could post it or or something. So I'll I'll have more to say on that during the GBL section for you. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) that's going on. And then let's see. So then we've got, the spotlight hours they're bringing back you know they're bringing the the starters the the canto starters which was a little sad because i really want to see Squirtle squad come back which will be awesome um were, were you playing during the first the, the first Squirtle community day or not no see that's oh. so there was a i missed the Squirtle squad i missed um was it the ev community day there was there was a lot of things that I missed because I took I took like t- a year or so off and you know it was see I, I've been playing almost since I think day two I started that and I, I haven't been an ever what what I'd call an everyday player there for a little while but I was still playing all the community days all the big events uh, but Squirtle Squad specifically my wife doesn't even really play but she loves Squirtle yeah and then I told her Squirtle was going to have sunglasses I think of her. You know, 300 storage, 50 of them is Squirtle with sunglasses still to this day. She's like, I'm never getting rid of my Squirtle squad. It is always going to be here. And I'm like, you do you. I, I, if it makes you happy, have at it. Yeah. But she, she, it, so I could imagine if they ever bring Squirtle squad back, you'll actually see a lot of people yeah. go ham for it. And you could give, you know, Blastoise has a very bad fast move pool right now. Mm-hmm. So you could easily give him the, the, Char, or the Charizard treatment, give it a good fast move. Give it Dragon Tail. Yeah. Hmm. Dragon Tail Blastoids. Yeah. I mean, I think it, is. it learns in the main series game. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it does. I was thinking, like I said uh, on the last episode, Waterfall would be would be good for him. It, you know, it would be, I think he gets Waterfall and then Icy Wind. Like, mm-hmm. you, run, you know, run that with Hydro Cannon, like. That's gonna have some some punch. You love you know my my weird relationship with Icy Wind. It's <laughs> such a great move. It is. It is. <laughs> it's a great move, especially when you have something that charges it up so quickly. So yeah. So those are going through. So with the spotlight hours, we've got Bulbasaur with uh, twice the XP for catching. Uh, July thirteenth, we've got Charmander, and you'll get twice the candy for catching. Uh, 
The 20th will get Squirtle, and it'll be twice the candy for transferring. So I need to put a little thing in everyone listening. I'm in Eastern time. When it comes to that that time on the 20th, please blow up my phone. Remind me to transfer out like the 150 legendaries that I have sitting in my transfer tag that I always forget. Well, and better than that, it'll be right after GoFest, so you'll have all those additional raid legendaries you'll have from that weekend as well, and, you know, the Dinos that are supposedly going to spawn for one, Yeah. so that that, that double transfer Tuesday window, is I I may actually, you know, remember to play for once on a Tuesday night. Yeah, (laughs) and then uh, we'll end the month with Natu, Natu, yeah, Uh, with the twice uh, XP, so the fun interesting thing that i noticed is we are not getting a stardust we're getting two we're getting xp candy candy xp i've noticed they for the spotlight hours it seems every other month is now is all they're giving us dust now Mm -hmm. but this month we also got the triple dust for community day so maybe they're trying to balance out when they give us dust for community day with these additional events and i i'd be frank with us i'd rather have the community day dust yeah Typically, yeah. Even though I was a terrible person that didn't play much today <laughs> and got very little dust. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't understand why they're so stingy with the dust, man. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, give us the dust. Let it free. Be free. So those are spotlight hours. Uh, then we've got we've got the big thing that everyone is talking about coming this month is GoFest. Uh, but. Actually, before GoFest is going to be my favorite thing that's coming up this month. I like GoFest. I'm excited for it. But our second Go Battle Night is on July 11th. And that is during the time I believe they're running Master, Master Classic Element, yeah. I believe, is still going, which is the downside to go battle night cuz I don't know if I could muster 100 battles that night. Yeah. Uh I think it's it's fun that they well not fun. I think it's interesting that they decided to do this to us <laughs> during this week. I, I think they're really trying to promote people playing in master or master classic a lot more. I I you can tell with some of the things they've done recently that they're looking to to build that player base. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can definitely see a dip in GBL overall when you go from Great League to Ultra, and then when you come into Master, even the content creators die off playing a lot. Yeah. They're still doing their sets, but they're not doing five a day. They're sometimes Some of them are doing two or three sets a day, and I think they've got to fix the the vision around that. And we can talk a little bit more about different ways to do that mm-hmm. in the GBL section, actually. I have a couple interesting ideas for Masters if we ever want to become an actual esports. Yeah, yeah. It's... <sighs> it's something else. Um, all right. Oh, do you need to take care of whatever that nope. is? Okay. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, um, fireworks. Fireworks. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. There we go. Uh, <laughs> they're starting think, early. Other people blowing things up. Oh, okay. There we go. I thought it was like, someone's really wants to, wants, wants your attention. <laughs> no, that's just, I, I keep looking out the window for fireworks. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so yeah, that's going on during, uh, that's on the 11th. It Now, they made it a point to 
put this in in the the statement it says please note that the stardust bonus during go battle night will not combine with the two times stardust bonus for go battle league um that will be active during that time so you're not gonna get i think what it's three times stardust for go battle it's gonna be three three times everyone was kind of hoping initially when they <laughs> five times that it was gonna be a six x <laughs> multiplier jeez uh, which would be absolutely amazing. Would all would actually motivate me to play back. It, it would. I was getting my teeth kicked in. It would. It would. Um, people would be like, you know what? I don't fucking care about my elo. Just give me that dust. <laughs> yeah, because you got great league coming up Monday. Yeah. So literally, you can you can knock your elo down. Yep. Go down there and play at the bottom of the elo and come back <laughs> up quickly. Yep. It's, it's fun sometimes. I always love playing on my alt account that I'm I'm really bad about actually playing all five sets. Yeah. And. It doesn't even have a great team, but you can just tell the skill level when you're playing down at like Elo a thousands or so. Yeah. Versus you know the two and three thousand Elos is completely night and day, and it's I feel bad on my auto count sometimes. I'm like, oh, oh, honey, you you just don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I see that like uh, when my kids are doing um, when they're playing GBL, and I look, you know, I look over and I see like, you know a Blastoise at 1100 and then, you know, my son throws out his Giratina and I'm like, that person's getting wrecked. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know that he knows what he's doing. (laughs) So, yeah, but you know what? I, I, I support them. If you, I don't care what your skill level is. The only way to learn PV is to do, or to learn PVP is to do do it. Yep. So you have to give it a shot. Even if you're getting wrecked, it takes time to get, to get good. Take the time because all you're doing in that point of getting wrecked is you're building up your stardust to be able to invest in actually really good mod. Yeah, exactly. It's a great feedback loop, no matter what NAR says over at PGR. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. Um, so that's going on. Then we've got GoFest. Now, there is something that they put in here. It says Pokemon Go's anniversary celebration from July 6th. Through the 15th, um, Pokemon Go will be celebrating its five-year anniversary. Stay tuned for more details in early July. It is July 3rd. This is starting my July guess, 6th. <laughs> Monday morning, 9 a.m., we'll get the news drop. Yeah. I'm putting my, putting my money on probably, that right now. Probably. Um, any speculation on what this celebration is? Costume Pikachus everywhere. Costume Pikachus for everyone. Or hats, yeah. <laughs> or hats, or added Pikachu. Hats and costumes and Pikachu. Uh, I actually, I, I, I do wonder if they'll bring back Party Hat Wurmple for this. Hmm. Or Party Hat Gengar. Some, some of the old Party Hat favorites they have. Yeah. Those, those make sense to bring back during this event, and they're fairly rare shiny. So actually, I think, even though as much grief as I, and as much as I hate costume Pokemon, they do have a following. Yeah. And they, they do add extra content to the game yeah very big air quotes around content yeah but hey it's, it's something it's, it's it's a good filler to get us ready for go fest and try to make us use resources that we're trying to hoard for go fest. exactly let's be honest <laughs> yeah i one of the reasons i didn't play much for community day today is i didn't want to run low on pokeballs before go fest. yeah exactly yeah it's that's the thing uh, so we'll see what goes on with that and hopefully it'll be something fun sometimes i have to like remind myself that Pokemon Go isn't just PvP. Like, there's other things, and there's other people, and there's collectors, and then there's the the AR photo people, and then there's the raiders, and 
and all there's like so many different subgroups to this game which is awesome and then we can kind of all come together you know for one thing and or bitch about one thing or celebrate one thing you know it's it's we'll all come together to complain about decreasing interaction distance yeah yeah <laughs> so they i'm sure everyone saw the the post about some of the things that are that we're losing versus some of the things that are staying um it's a touchy subject some people are okay with it then there's some people that aren't and there's some people who are just like really 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 pissed off that they're doing this and i can i can see a point from every single person like every side of it uh, most of the bonuses going away, I, I, that are going away, I fully understood. Mm-hmm. It sucks that instincts isn't going to be as, as, as effective. But you know what? I wasn't using them that often in the first place, so what's it, what's it going to really matter? I'll just go back to not using them ever at all, except for special events like GoFest, Community Day, things of that nature. Yeah. The, the interaction distance is the one that I, I've seen, and I'm just like, why would you do that? It makes very little sense from a business standpoint for me. Mm-hmm. And I see three actual problems. Uh, number one, there's safety requirements. You know, I don't have to cross a road to go to a polka stop. Anymore. That's great. I'm still seeing the, the point of interest. I'm still getting that view there. Mm-hmm. I think the safety is a huge part. Yeah. Folks with mobility issues that can't get out and ride, you know, drive across a field to go to a, a poke stop. Mm-hmm. Hey, they were able to reach that now from their car or from the sidewalk. Yeah. And then number three, just from a general interaction with the game, I found myself doing more Pokestops, spinning more gems, and interacting more often because of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't see how it breaks the game. It doesn't. It's a thing that doesn't make Niantic money, and it's a thing that was generally loved by everyone. So I do think they'll eventually cave, but I do agree with what the guys at PGR said this week, that they won't do it immediately. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to set that precedent of if everyone yells loud enough, we'll give you what you want. Yeah. And nor should they. They you you gotta at a certain point as a company set a precedent that we understand what you're saying, but you've got to give constructive feedback and not just yell into the Twitter sphere. Exactly. I, I felt really bad for the way that this community behaved during that, but at the same time I understood their outrage. I got where they were coming from. It was just there's a better way to say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that a lot of people that were um were bitching about this forgot to mention is it says let me so i can read it word for word um somewhere in here that it's only it's through the end of the month like it's gonna start on i thought it was through the end of the season uh let's see nope uh so it says over the next few months but it says uh we will not make these changes until after GoFest in July, and we will remove them first as a test in the U.S. and New Zealand starting at the end of July. So we're guinea pigs for the for half of okay. the month. Um, and I think that's where people aren't putting that in there. Like, this isn't a, boom, you're done, like, this is it, this is the end, this is, we're taking everything away. It's we're testing it out and we're testing it out in two areas that are supposed to have things more under control. I live in a state that I don't personally think 
people should be going out in, um, especially down. But it's been, it's, you guys have been wide open for the entire pandemic, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, I fully understand, but at the same time, I I think with that language that you just brought up, it, it gives them a good out that at the end of the month to say, okay, based on what we we testing, these other things are going to go away. The increase in distance is coming back. We mm-hmm. apologize, you know, we're, we don't apologize, but we found the test was, you know, negatively impacting players. We don't want to negatively impact our place that player, and that's the easy way for them to take an outlet. So I, I think that particular line brings a lot of light to more than likely how it'll go away. Yeah. Or, or slash come back. Yeah. Um, I think out of the three things that they're taking away or changing, I think the only one that will go back to the way it is right now is going to be the Pokestop and, and gym interaction. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I really didn't care how many balls or, or gifts my buddy was bringing. Cause I think it was like one or two gifts and it was like five balls. Like, you know, yeah. my, my problem with that, you know, I, I don't get out and actually play Monday through Friday. Typically mm-hmm. I work from home anyways, Monday through Friday's time with my wife, with my child, you know, I, I spend that time with the family. So having those gifts brought to me, was nice, but just to put it where it's at, I'm a terrible friend in Pokemon. Yeah, Go. I so don't am I. Didn't get to the first. So place. am I. <laughs> so I open your gift when we battle, and I and that's what that's when it happens. Or if and I'm I doing think a raid the, with the you. increase or the decrease in the friendship requirement actually made that worse for me. Yeah, because I will be honest, the pandemic and decreasing and remote battling and things really got me into PvP heavily. Yeah, this was the first full season of Sylph I've done. Since coming to the game, um, absolutely had a blast. Made it all the way up to ace in my first season. Mm-hmm. So I think by them leaving that back to us and seeing that PvP community is actually really strong in the game, mm-hmm. it gives them a chance to you know see they're trying things out. They're a company. They're I don't think it was malicious. I don't think they were trying to like unlike the Stardust Gate yeah. PvP. I don't think they were maliciously trying to take something away. I think they're they're looking at how to get people to back to interacting the way they want people interacting with their game. Exactly. And that's fair. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, Pokemon Go was meant to be a game to get you out of the house, to get you moving. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how many people I've heard say, you know, oh, I got in so much better shape because of this game, or I lost this much weight because of this game. You know, I heard, I think uh, Chris over in GoCast said he, you know, they have like a whole like walking like thing in their their group to motivate people to do that. So at the end of the day, like, that's what this game is. Mm-hmm. There is PvP, there is the rating, there's all the other little things. But in order to, to do those things, you had to walk. You had to walk to catch Pokemon. You had to get the Stardust to build for PvP. You had to walk to get your, you know, resources for for raiding. It was everything you, you needed for the game. You had to walk or go to. Um, otherwise, it would just be called Pokemon Mobile. Like, the, yeah. they put the go in the name. Like, they want you moving. So... I think the, you know, the, with the incense, I'm going to say something that maybe a lot of people aren't going to like, and I may get a lot of backlash for this, but how many of the people that are actually bitching about this have stayed every single day in their house? 
one person who has stayed in their house every single day since the pandemic hit, go ahead and message me and tell me that you've been at home and then I will I will eat my words. But I, I think especially in the U.S., that, that yeah, that's a fair point. I know in some other countries that had a lot stricter lockdown. Mm-hmm. They may be a few, but even then they had times during the pandemic where that lockdown was lifted here and there. Um, and even so, it is slowly getting better. The, the, the pandemic's not over. I'm not saying that, but it is slowly getting better. Mm-hmm. And they have to find a way to get the game back to what the game was meant to be. Yeah, it's a game. It's the reason I fell in love with the game was going out and exploring. Mm-hmm. And I travel for work. One of the, my favorite things early on in this game was when I was traveling for work, going out into a new city and launching Pokemon Go and letting it drive me around the city. Mm-hmm. I found some really cool places, I think in Sacramento, this really cool train yard that was like a, a train museum. I would have never known about that without Pokemon Go. So I agree, getting the game back to where it's actually encouraging exploration is a really important part. And we've got to figure out the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. But that means we're going to make some sacrifices along the way. Yeah, and they're 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 testing it. And, and that's the thing that everybody needs to kind of realize it's a test They they want to see they're going to ease you into it and what's funny is is you could walk around your neighborhood like most people like let's be let's be honest even if you're not going to stores or whatever and you're ubering everything to your house and you're working from home and you don't leave you know a one mile radius of your home you could still walk around your damn neighborhood with an incense on and catch some Pokemon, you know, like, so let's not, let's not, let's not complain for the sake of complaining. Um, because what was it yesterday or two days ago, they announced that there's going to be go fests. Um, I guess like little mini go fests in a whole bunch of cities. I didn't hear anybody bitching about that. No, and I, I'll be honest, I grabbed the ticket to Indy. Not sure I'm going to go yet. I Actually, my m- wonderful mother-in-law is coming up to watch my daughter all weekend for me, so I have the entire weekend free to, to Pokemon. Yep. Um, so I may drive up to Indy. I'm, I'm very uncertain, because it, it is a little iffy right now. You know, there, there, there's variants going around, and I'm vaccinated. I'm good. I get out in public a little bit here and there. I still don't go crazy going out, mm-hmm. but I would love to, you know, actually play... Pokemon with people again. Mm-hmm. Go Fest was one of my favorite experiences. I went in 2018 and 2019. Both years sort of by myself. I went with a couple locals, but we all kind of spread out and go to the different areas where we were wanting to shiny hunt. And still just getting to be in a place where everyone's doing the same thing and everyone loves Pokemon that much. It's cool. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see them bringing back live events. I think it's it's necessary for the, the game and the community. Yes, PvP has a great community and it's a really mostly online community now, which is awesome. Yeah. I love 48-hour tournaments. I miss live tournaments, but a live in-person tournament, I wasn't able to go to in the first place. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I didn't do a lot of PvP before. Yeah. So I think the pandemic forced the community to adapt, but I also think we have to adapt a second time now to get back to a little bit of normalcy in the community, you know, put that emphasis back on remote or in-person raids. Mm-hmm. But those, you know, those raid trains, get them together. One of the things that we actually have a really good group here in Lexington, even you know, well before the pandemic, we would have ray trains of 60 people every Saturday. Even now, in the middle of the pandemic, they're all car raid trains, but for, for spotlight hours, we'll have two or three different groups in different parts of the city 
hitting 12 to 15 gems mm-hmm. in an hour. Yeah. So I think that, that part's awesome. We need that back. Exactly. And again, I, you know, they, there's remote raiding, great, but someone has to go to that raid or be somewhere relatively close to invite other people to that raid. So again, there are, it's like, there are certain things that we want to complain about because we can, but in all reality, like if you're going to complain about one thing, then you need to just not be cool with any of it. And there was like, I saw someone posting it. Um, I think it was a while ago that Ken kind of from lured up kind of made like the same was kind of in the same boat and he may correct me if I'm wrong. Ken, um, got into a, like a little argument on Twitter with somebody. And I think someone brought in like being like, you know, Oh, well this helps the people who are disabled and with this and that. And I kind of stopped there and I was just like, I, I wanted to say something, but I didn't. So, um, my mom has multiple sclerosis. She is wheelchair bound. She cannot get out of bed herself. You know, my my wife helps her get out of bed every day. You know, all that stuff. Like, she's not mobile. She cannot drive. She still goes out and plays Pokemon with her grandkids every single weekend when they come. That's, that's awesome. And right there is a, the, the example and what we need to be feeding up tonight. Is this is the impact that the reduced distance is having on the community. Mm-hmm. Not just it hurts my feelings because I have to I have to walk a little more. Yeah, these are those examples. I think in the constructive way of doing it are the way we really make a change in the in, in the in with Nyan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So as far as like those those things, I think the the distance. I think that'll be the one thing that will end up sticking. Uh, obviously. For us as, you know, as a podcast and as a a PvP community, uh, we really only cared about the fact (laughs) that they're not going to bring back the walking requirement for for GBL. Um, (laughs) I think they realized if they did that, they would have just shot themselves in the foot because... They would have given up so much free marketing that Twitch and YouTube and all these, you know... Mm -hmm internet famous pvpers have gotten that. that's free marketing for this game and that really it that when walking went away for gbl it changed the entire landscape of gbl it went from people thinking it was kind of annoying it was all rps we'll talk more about that later mm-hmm. but it went from having that connotation to saying hey this is something that can actually be real content that people can put time into and it honestly in my opinion it kind of hurt Silph a little bit mm-hmm. Folks started leaving the Sylph metas and going, oh, let me learn GBL meta. Oh, so 100%. I absolutely think it was the best decision they could ever could have made was leaving that in place. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I mean, that there's some other things that they're keeping. Um, you know, they're keeping the instant duration at 60 minutes. Uh, you could still do remote battles with QR code, which I learned how to do that. You literally have to just you just gotta have a second device a second device yeah (laughs) Yeah. and i was like how are they doing this and i was like ah okay um you still get 20 gifts in your bag you can hold you could still open 30 a day 
Um, I, I actually didn't realize it was pandemic bonuses. I forgot that those yeah. were actually things that came. And you'll still get three times the Stardust and XP for your first catch. Yeah. Again. All, all awesome. All things that no one else is going, hey, thank you for doing that. It's Let's just try and find the negative in it. Um, so that's our soapbox for the, the in-game news. <laughs> Let's get into... Uh, I've got a lot to say about this, and, and I know I know Wildcat <laughs> does too. So let's go ahead and and jump over and start our GBL section. I'm still learning this this soundboard thing. They finally gave me a soundboard so I don't have to edit the music later, but I'm having a hard time fading the volume out and being like slick with my, yeah. my fade outs. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Yeah. So, GBL. <sighs> what? Yeah, it's a thing right now. <laughs> it's, it is a thing. Um, so, in our notes, <laughs> in the notes, I just wrote, oh, fuck GBL. <laughs> or maybe... <laughs> Um, it is, it's been, and it's not just been me at like my ELO, it's been across the board. I've seen like when I see Dino losing 300 points, like Mm -hmm. I know shit is real. (laughs) Um, this element cup is God awful. Like I'm playing it here and there, but I'm not stressing out playing my sets you know, before the end of the day. So, so what are you running for it? What, what, what did you land on? So honestly, you can't be competitive if you don't have, um, the duck, you don't have ducklet ducklet. You it, it's, if you don't have a ducklet, it doesn't, I personally don't think it has to be double moved as long as you have it and you're running wing attack mm-hmm. and you have aerial ace, like you're good with that. Um, so I have that and I lead with that. And then I have, Shit, what, what was it? Um, I'm gonna pull it up. It's Ducklet in the lead, uh, Badu for my grass, and okay. um, Litleo, um, as my fire in the back. So the Litleo put that Badu I have up front. Try putting Badu up front. Yeah, because I know I, what I've noticed is a lot of people are specifically playing to Ducklet leads because it's so popular. Um, so I, I was leading Ducklet as well. I, I have completely redesigned my team three times during mm-hmm. this RPS Cup because uh, that's what it is. It, mm-hmm. It's rock paper scissors. Um, I'm running Cottony in the front, uh, Shadow Slowpoke in the second slot, and Ducklet in the back. Hmm. And Shadow Slowpoke, it is it's slow, but God, sight or mm-hmm. confusion damage is just insane. Oh, when if I get. If I get locked in on my Badoo versus a, a Slowpoke, a, slide, a Shadow Slowpoke, like, it's, I think it's three. Three moves. Yeah. Three. And it's gone. Done. Yep. Yeah, so I, I, I've noticed when I adjusted to having Cottony in the front, I started at least going 3-2 versus mm-hmm. constant 2 Because I was running Duck, because I, I was seeing a lot of um, Chin Chow up front and mm-hmm. just hard, hard counters, or even soft counters to Duck that I wasn't comfortable switching out of. Make that switch. Yeah. But 
I still think, and, and I've noticed this problem with the, the limited metas that, that um, Ninex tried. They everyone seemed to be just straight rock paper scissors. Mm-hmm. I going even going back to Flying Cup, Love Cup was that way, and it makes it not fun. It makes it just to where if you hit that bad front lead, there's a chance that you could correct it, but most likely you're going to lose. And the only good news with with the Element Cup is it's 500 CP, so they're over quick. Yeah, you don't have to waste too much time, but it it does. It hurts that Elo oh, so yeah. bad. I'm I'm finally up overall. Yeah, for the element because I'm at like 2150. I want to say now, but that's partially because you and Dino on last week's show actually motivated me to try out Master League Classic. Yeah, I've avoided it like the plague, <laughs> and that's where I said I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to the Shadow Mewtwo thing. I was blessed last year at GoFest. My Shadow Mewtwo is a Hundo. Oh. Oh. oh, it is. Oh, and it, it, it's level forty. It's been level forty. The day I caught it, it went immediately to level four. And you can do that because you have like a hundred million Stardust. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's advantages to being cheap with Stardust. There you go. Uh, I I actually finally double moved it though. I hadn't double moved it until this week. Um, so I'm running. I, I actually playing some Master Classic. I'm running that in the lead. Or no, I'm running. What am I running in the lead? Oh, Garchomp. A Hundo Garchomp in the lead. Because last year, GoFest, I also got a Hundo Garchomp. Um, With Shadow Mewtwo, and I've been flopping between Giratina and Melmetal in the final spot. Mm -hmm. The Giratina in the final spot, the damage output's a lot quicker and better, but that double dark weakness in that meta is scary. Yeah. So I I switched over to Melmetal, and I actually beat a Kyogre with a Mm -hmm. Melmetal. Yeah. Just rock slid, rock slid, rock slid, rock slid before he could get off two fast moves. Yeah. Or two charge moves. Yeah, because that, that, uh, that waterfall is slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so kind of to go back into the, in the Element Cup. So the one thing, and, and it was funny when I said Lit Leo, like you were kind of like, oh, oh. Um, so everyone who's running a fire that I've seen is either running you know, Shadow Vulpix or Vulpix, or they got Growlithe. Um, I haven't really seen, I saw a couple Slugma here and there. Um, Slugma has Rock Throw, which is a really great counter to the duck. Yes. So my Litleo is actually, it's the rank one for Great League at level 50. So that's the one I'm using because I was like, I'm going to have to double move this and power it up anyway. So let me just do it for this. Like I'll yeah. stop it there and whatever. Um, it runs Ember and flame charge. And the, the kicker is it th- the second move is crunch crunch. And I couldn't tell you how many times I've thrown a crunch against a, sh- a shadow Slowpoke, and they didn't shield it because they thought it was going to be a flame charge because oh, that hurt. they don't, remember that it has crunch so i i had a spicy one of early season my my spicy fire pick before i threw, threw Slowpoke in there was litwick lit I, it did work it was fun but with chimchow being so popular mm-hmm. and ducklet being so popular it just it was too glassy yeah but it, it was really fun it was really fun while it lasted i i that was one that i wanted to run until i found out that the only ghost move that it has is a tonish or astonish. And I was just mm-hmm. like, man, it would have been so much better if it had 
even if it had like ominous wind or just some type of ghost charge move would have made it a lot a lot better for me and i probably would have tried to figure it out but it would have been nice too because you would have been able to get around the ducklet better because right now I, i was running ember flame charge and if you got matched up against a ducklet you were done yeah i actually so so a couple of them and i gotta i think i recorded them um sometimes i will use the so if i get a bad lead in this cup like i just say fuck it I'm just gonna try and get off as much as I can with with Ducklet, and he's gonna go down. I'm not gonna use any shields. I'm just gonna try and get off as many aerial aces as I can. Um, then I let that go, and then I feel like letting your lead lose gives you an advantage because whatever you throw out, like so, if it's a grass, and you know, let's say it's um, a Turtwig. Uh, and you let that, you know, beat you, beat your ducklet. Then I'll bring in Growler or, um, Litleo. And then what they'll, most of the time is what they'll do is if they don't want it to go down because they've already used the shield from one of the aerial aces that I threw at them, they switch out to whatever's going to counter at that, at their water. And then that's when I have the switch advantage now. Um, so then have, have I could stay in bubble or... bean on your ducklet that I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. It, it's, it's funny because I figured out and I'm sure people know this, but I get proud of myself when I figure these things out is bubble beam is one. Uh, what is it? Uh, wing attack, wing attack or... yeah. less than, uh, aerial ace. So yep. if you watch your and you're running aerial ace, if you watch your aerial ace right before yours is fully charged and they throw something, you know it's going to be a bubble beam. And mm-hmm. I don't shield and I just let it go. And I could tell the person who threw the bubble beam was just like, "Fuck!" I thought he was going to shield. Um, yeah, yeah, that's. Fun. I-, I like it better than Brave Bird. Obviously, I love icy wind, so of course I'm going to love bubble beam. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I like it better than Brave Bird because it gives you a chance to put a little shield pressure. So I I never throw until I'm at one and a half aerial aces anyways mm-hmm. because that's right in the Brave Bird, especially if the person can't count. Mm-hmm. It's a couple short, but they'll almost always shield at that point. Yeah. So they think it's either aerial ace or Brave Bird. And I'm like, mm, it's bubble, and now you can't do anything <laughs> yeah, to me. And now you're done. <laughs> um, one thing that I've done is actually with Litleo – is if they switch into let's say like a, a low tad or mm-hmm. um whooper i will leave litleo in there because eight times out of ten when i throw my crunch they're gonna not shield it because they're gonna think it's a flame charge and yep. that crunch will wipe out whooper it will wipe out low tad um and they're running moves that aren't going to hurt Litleo as bad as if someone was, run- you know, they were running a straight water fast move, which honestly, I think, I don't I think, think bubble beams in the most popular water fat or charge move I've seen. Yeah. And or you're, oh, fast move. I, I don't, don't think any, I haven't seen any bubble users. I don't think anyone's running a, 
uh, water fast move. I think everyone's either running Mudshot or there's Confusion. And then, what is it? Uh, let's see. Razor Leaf on Lotad, Poison Sick. Yeah, Spark. No one. Yeah, none yeah, of these. Yeah, because you're going to run either Liquor, Liquor, Ice. Uh huh. So, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody's using Bubble. Yeah. Uh, if you're running, uh, if, that may be a... if you're running a Wilmer, then you run Water Gun. <laughs> or if you yeah, run a man- Water Gun's barely a water move. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mantike. Yeah, you got to get deep into this list before you start seeing people that are running a water fast move. Um, oh, I bet, I bet you, if you ran um, low tad with bubble, it could catch some people off guard, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know it would catch me off. Because I know if you throw out low tad and you're running razor leaf, I'm not switching my fire out. Like I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. Um. So I've been able to figure it out and get some elo back, but. Like this, this thing is just—it's annoying, and it—it's made me not want to play GBL. Like yeah. I play like maybe one or two sets, and I've actually—I don't care anymore about the Stardust increase. And I think that's why they gave us a Stardust increase is because they knew—I think they knew this cup wouldn't be as popular as some like the Halloween Cup or you know. Yeah. Some of the other ones, like I loved the Halloween cup. Like I was set. It was Swallet was so much fun yeah. in that cup. Yep, and I did well. You know, I did. I did even. I did well in the flying cup too. Like you know, but this one, like even little cup, even though you knew you had to have a what is a bronzer to to be competitive, you could be competitive. Because you had so many other options. Like, you could have something that could counter, you know, that. Here, it's, you have to, like, if you go up, a, if you're running a double water team, which I've seen, um, I've seen, what is it, Ducklet and Chinchow. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I think Cottony, I think it was been the grass. Um, it's either Cottony or, like, a Shadow Bulbasaur or something that has you know, a stronger um, fast move for grass, you make a wrong switch, like, you're you're done. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, you get caught in someone, you get stuck against uh, someone's uh, grass Pokemon, like, you're done. Like, that's it. Yeah, and I think it's the reason I, I have been more apt to let things go down in, in this cup than I have ever before, just from a I don't want to give up that switch advantage because I know if I if I give up switch advantage, they're going to switch into the perfect counter in this mm-hmm. cup, and it's done. I, I've already I'm wasting my time at that point. Yep. So at least, like you said, with with taking the time, letting that go down, chunking is I'm leading a charmer, so chunking a ton while it's going down, mm-hmm. it gives me at least a chance to overcome the the bad switch at the back end. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's just how it, I think there's been maybe like two or three battles where I've actually lost with two shields because I just yeah. I wasn't, I'm not going to do it. Like I'm, I would rather go down swinging than get switch and switch and or shield and then get switched and get stuck. And then I'm just, you know, whatever, maybe I'll get yeah. lucky and this person won't, you know, know that I have a certain charge move or something, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's really between this and ultra league. I, I at the start of Ultra League, I actually dropped 250 ELO right out of the gate. Oof. 
and I just quit on Ultra League. Yeah. So I was starting here. I was down, back down to twenty fifty. I want to say. Yeah. So I've been able to make actually some gains with this, but I'm at like twenty one fifty three, and I'm like, I, I don't want to risk it now because that gives me a chance to push to at least veteran, which is is really my goal this year. I'm probably not going to hit um, legend this season. Yeah. Just the way this season's shaken out. Even though I have to say, in my claim to fame, I started Elo higher than Dino this season. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was like 15 points up on him when we got our initial Elos. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I win this season. I'm done. Uh, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, with with this thing, I'm just kind of like, I, I really wanted to hit, what is it, Veteran? Veteran's yeah. uh, the next one? Yeah. Oh, no, it's... Um, um, Expert, then veteran, I believe. Expert. Yeah. yeah. So expert was my goal. I'm going to have to do some serious work the second half because when we started this cup, I was just, I think I had just gotten like in the 2200s. Yeah. I dropped down to like 1800 in a oh. in a, it's, oh, It was. Rough. And you know what? And and Dino pointed it out. And um, if you if you're not in our Discord and or you want to be in the Discord, you know, we'll you know just message us and we'll we'll get you in there. But every day, if if, if you guys are in the Discord and you don't know, um, every day in the uh, I think it's in the what are you running mm-hmm. section, Dino posts his his battles like what you know his win losses his elo starting elo of the day what he finishes at what team he's running um and he does it every single day every single day and i think it let me find it okay so this was yesterday he went three two two three three two two three three two here was his point the points Gained points lost. Three two he got fourteen points. Two three minus sixteen. Three two, what would you expect? Probably plus fourteen based on the first one. Yeah. Right? Plus seven. Second set two three minus twelve. Third set was a three two, or the final set was a three two. He got plus fourteen. So he ended up plus seven for the day, but look at the minuses versus the pluses. Like he's got one big one or two big ones and then the little one. But I mean, he lost 28 points in two battles. Like if you're not as skilled as, let's say, you know, Dino, that could be like, in one day, a hundred points. Yeah, I, like, I know. Like I said, with with Ultra League, I I, I started. I went one four three two, one four oh five, and I lost a hundred and fifty points. I was like, I'm out. I'm not. I'm not coming back for the rest of Ultra League. It's just not worth it for me. You have to win so much more to gain back what you lost. Mm-hmm. That it's it's making it not fun. Um. And it's really making like me personally not want to play as much. Like I don't have this week or probably for the until this is done. Even on the go battle night, like I'm excited for it, 
but I'm not at the same time because and, I'm and like, that's a lot because you're a content uh, creator in the space. Yeah. So if if they can't motivate their content creators to want to do it, that's a problem in my opinion uh, as a design element. Yeah. The question is again, how do you fix it? Like I I think Remix Cup this time they've done it right. They mm-hmm. need twenty, and instead of looking at the total usage, looking at those ace plus trainers usage, that's really what the meta is. If you look at total usage, the meta is going to shift a lot, but that ace plus is what people are, are playing to typically. Yeah. So I, I like it. I will probably still end up in open great league because MetaCham is banned and I need my drift MetaCham lantern lantern line to, to yep. feel safe. <laughs> that's your baby. Yeah, that's that's my baby. That that line has led me, I think at the end of last season, I went up something like five hundred points in a four day span to get up to veteran at the end of the season there. And it was I went back to that line and just said, let me laser focus in on this team. I know it switches. I I even learned a little better. And then the poison change came this season. And I'm just, I just wringed my hands as drift bloom sitting there taking all <laughs> the poison moves and firing off icy winds left and right. So yeah. it, it actually helped me a lot because it, 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 it killed down the wiggly tough popularity, which was a bad problem for my team. So I think greatly, gives you so many more options to play is the reason people are there. Yes, Master and Ultra actually have a very large pool, but they're so expensive. Yeah. And there's so many legends, legendary Pokemon in it. It almost feels kind of pay to win, especially for Master League. Yeah. And, and especially if you're not doing even Master League Classic, Master League Normal is even worse. I mean, you 296 XL candies to max a Pokemon. That's approximately $100 in raid passes. Yeah. That's a, that, that right there is the definition of pay to win. And that really is where you see a lot of competitive games go wrong. And that's where I think if we ever want to be an esport, and I, I kind of alluded, I had, I had some thoughts on this of how does Pokemon go GBL become an esport? So how are you familiar with, with VGC at all? Mm-mm. Okay. So the way VGC handles is you bring, everyone brings their Pokemon in. And when you come into a competitive main series battle, it doesn't matter whether that Pokemon is level one or level 100. Everyone is set to level 50 for the battles. Hmm. IVs still matter. And then what they call EVs, which is another additional training metric for it, still matter. Hmm. But then you don't, you know, if you only need to get a Pokemon up to level 75 to get all the moves you want, you don't have to waste all that extra time training it. It puts everyone, then instead of being a pay to win system, it's a, time to win system. Yeah. You put in the work and learn your team. I think that's what Pokemon Go is really going to have to develop is some type of system like that to become a true esport. Because yeah. one of the things that you notice in any esport is it's not how much money you put into the esport typically from a skill perspective. It's how much time you're able to put into that esport. Well, mm-hmm. I think and I I would love to see GBL. I would love to see PvP become a true esport. I think especially with some of the dynamics, what they're working on with AR um, display and things mm-hmm. would be really awesome to see this stadium with actual, you know, virtual reality models up and going at each other would be awesome. Yeah. But until you figure out the masterly issue, you're not going to make that happen. You're not going to get yeah. enough people to buy in. And that's really where an esport has to develop is at the master league level. Great league is awesome. We all love it. 
but it's such a restricted number of Pokemon that can battle there yeah. that it it's not open enough to be an eSport. Yeah. Once you get into Master League, and that's one of the things, if you look at BGC, once again, the top teams are not always legendaries. There's always a legendary here or there on their teams, but people are winning you know, world championships with Torkoal as a prominent member <laughs> of their team. So that level of custom ability and letting people figure out how to put things together is mm-hmm. really what will take GBL to the next level. That's my soapbox on GBL yeah. right now. No, I I agree. Um, and I think that's why, for the most part, when they do anything, they put it at Great League, um, mm-hmm. any of these cups or anything like that. But, I mean, just, I'm looking, like, just look at our, our faction. Like, poor Papa Rec, like, he's stuck. Like, <laughs> he is stuck in Master League Purgatory, because no one else has has it because to be you have to, it's if you're going to be competitive in master league like you're not going to be as competitive in the other two because yeah. all of your resources are going into that if you're going to be competitive in great league you're not going to care about putting anything into master league because you need that dust you need those resources to build like the 50, 60 double moved Pokemon you need to be competitive in great league. So you've got either you're going to have, you're going to be master league or you're going to be, you know, great league, ultra league. And I like, I, I know DeFi says like, you know, what she does is every season she powers up one Pokemon all the way. That's a great, great thing. Like I've I adopted that, but still at the end of it, you're going to have what in three seasons, you'll have a team to play. But by that time, there's a new meta and your three may not be relevant. Yeah. With so the, it's, as quickly the move shakeups come nowadays, which I love, I love that. That's where I think Nynamic's doing right. They're looking at these metas. They're looking at what's becoming problems. Fairy in great league was a major issue for the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. This poison buff was amazing. Awesome. I loved it even more than most. But you know. Yeah. Um I think and because of that, you can't just know what you can't look far enough in the future and say, I need to invest in X. Mm-hmm. No one initially seen Nidoqueen being a predominant force. So unless you had one laying around, like, you know, most of us crazy PvPers do where we just keep everything that is a possible PvP relevance. Mm-hmm. I have a rank two sun current that's just sitting in my stores that will never go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but I think because of that, it makes Master League even a larger problem. And if you look in the future with what mons haven't even been released yet, Pokemon like Volcarona will completely, in my opinion, shift to Master League because now you mm-hmm. have a viable, true fire type that, in once going back to main series, is an absolute force in main series. Yeah. But it gives you a chance to adapt for that. Yeah. That's a dual typing, right? Is that, or is that, bug fire. Is he a, yeah, it's a bug fire. So it makes rocks, fire. It's neutral. out of rocks, but you know. yeah, but it's neutral now. Now it gets neutral to fire. So that, that kind of, that helps it a lot. It gets neutral um, to fire. It, it, it's now very, you know, good against steel. Uh, which you're mm-hmm. going to have your Dialgas taking neutral to it. Your Mel Metals is going to get melted by it. Mm-hmm. So 
it, it actually will, it, in my opinion, will shift depending upon the moves because we all know what Nanak does with moves, but depending upon those movesets could actually really shift the meta. But yeah. how do you plan for that? How do you look that far in advance, especially a lot of Go players aren't that familiar with the main series. They don't know mm-hmm. what these Gen 6, 7, 8 Pokemon are. Yeah. So I, I'm a nerd. I've been playing Pokemon pretty much my, you know, at least half my life. Yeah. Um, and I tech walked away, came back multiple times, but I follow the anime. I follow the main series games. I follow those. So I know what's coming down the pipe and our meta is going to shift another six or seven times in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So because of that master league just becomes too much to deal with. Yeah. I'm fine staying down in my great league. And I, when it's great league is here, I will do my five sets a day every day as I, as humanly possible. Unless it's mm-hmm. the weekend, because I find the weekends you actually, I, I don't do as well on the weekends. I think no, I don't know if it's more people are playing or more of the streamers are playing when I play. Yeah, but I know I, the I weekend nights I don't do very well. No, I try and do them in the morning on the weekend. Tinfoil hat. The, the, yeah. <laughs> time of day matters. The algorithm yeah. is real. Yes. So. um which is it's kind of funny because I we have I actually remembered well thanks to thanks to Wildcat I re, we posted to ask for questions um, so let's uh, let's do the the questions and then we you know wrap up the show here so, you want to you want to talk about draft real quick first oh quick little yeah, plug for ahead. draft go ahead so they they mentioned it on the show last week um, this is something that we're doing in my local community uh, in. We're kind of modifying the standard draft thing that you'll see. I know Arrow does one. I think DeFi's actually been um, screencasting some for Arrow and, and doing it on his. We're doing a modified version of that kind of drafting situation. So as mentioned before, we're having a, a ban round twice as well. So it gets real spicy real fast. So the example here, I would love to see tw- us get 20 trainers in on this. So what that would mean, there's 40 Pokemon banned that can no one can use. Yeah. Additionally, only one person can use a Pokemon at a time. So you're talking 160 other Pokemon. So go on your PvP hook rankings in Great League, scroll down to that two and 300 level numbers, and really start thinking there. Because that's when yeah. you're looking at in your fifth and sixth round picks. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you we, we're, we're in the midst of this locally, and everyone's like, oh, the second bound run doesn't even matter. And then as we started getting things banned, we're like, that you just destroyed my entire strategy for the second half of the draft. I, me personally, I had Quagsire banned and I'm sitting there going, I don't know what to do to my team. Now I'm having to rebuild my team on the fly mm-hmm. or better yep. yet, the person right in front of you. Uh, one of the local guys, every single round, it seemed I have this on my thing. I'm ready to click send to the point. I just had it copy and pasted the first round and hit send. And then got the message popped back from our bot this Pokemon is no longer available. <laughs> they took my precious Drift Bloom from me. Uh, oh, it hurts so bad. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah. it, it doesn't require a tremendous investment because you know what? Everyone's going to have a lot of spice on their team. So mm-hmm. even if you don't have those top tier mons, come join us, have some fun. Uh, it's just going to be, you know, a casual PVP tournament. There's no rank here. We may, I may work and find some prize for the winner overall, the number one ranked winner here. So join us, hop in the Discord, you know, as 
said, reach out. We, we have a really awesome Discord in the first place. There's a lot of really active, awesome people there. That Even if you're not a pro PvP player like Dino, there's people here that's willing to help. That's yeah. my plug for the draft and the Discord. Sorry, yeah. then we can get into questions. No, you're good. You're good. That's uh, that is that's his baby. So we're gonna let I, I'm gonna plug that every day until we start, and then July seventeenth is our, our draft date. Is what we've draft date on. Dra- okay. Well, draft date start because it'll probably start. take us almost an entire week if we have twenty people to get through it. Because yeah, especially if someone like Fish on the Heater gets to join. Hey, we got Aussie representation. That's awesome, but that means he's not gonna be awake when we're awake. Yeah, most of yeah. the time. Most of so, the time. so those he does those a he does things. a good job of of getting up early on the days that he needs to to battle someone over or here. Or if he so. needs to stream, I, I I always catch his, his I guess it would be Saturday morning stream, Friday night stream for us. Yeah, because he he likes to get on and and do that late or early early morning stream at like three a.m. his time, so he actually gets the U.S. viewership. So yeah, he does an awesome job adjusting. And we I mean we've got some just like with the. Gracie tournament. We've got some names in this tournament already. You got mm-hmm. you got Dino joining. You got D five is going to be joining. Camo is going to be joining. So you're going to get a chance to test your might and really see people get frustrated very quickly. And of course, yeah. as always, with you know our Discord, trash talking is more than exactly anticipated and expected. Actually, yes, yes. <laughs> I will trash talk myself uh, <laughs> when I make stupid picks. Um, uh, and just let me know what you what you don't want banned, and I'll make sure it doesn't happen for you. But I, mm-hmm. I absolutely wouldn't ban that for you first round. I I I as long as Belsum doesn't get banned, then we're good. What, like Belsum? That's what Belsum. I'm gonna pick like those, like Bel- Belsum. Belsum. Yeah, or yeah, oh. Bel- Belsum. <laughs> Belsum. Like, whatever. Belsum. You you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> the little thing. The little yeah. Yeah. Yes. That'll, that'll be um, nice. That'll, that'll be that'll awesome. Be, I like him. I like it. The thing is nice. Uh, flower dancer. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, okay. So let's let's do uh, let's get to the questions and mm-hmm. here. Oh, see, I got to figure this thing out. <laughs> it's my first day, guys. <laughs> All right. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Okay, so um, we got three questions, which I was surprised with the the short amount of time. Um, one of them is in Spanish, and I apologize. Um, Dino is not on the episode today, and I can't read Spanish, <laughs> so I'm sorry that uh, we won't be able to answer your question. But uh, next week, Dino will be back, and hopefully, we can do it then. Um, <laughs> which is surprising because, you know, I'm Hispanic, but I don't speak Spanish or read it. So, <laughs> um, no, can't say I do. <laughs> yeah. So first question, uh, comes from Casa de Cubone, uh, says basic, he, you wrote basic beach question, but I'm pretty sure it's basic bitch question. Uh, best or easiest way to learn typings and weaknesses flashcards and he wrote osmosis um yeah osmosis <laughs> is is that um 
flashcards are good. Um, I actually made flashcards for my kids. Like I said, my kids are always asked, Daddy, what beats this? What beats that? What's And then I find myself going, wait, wait, what does? So I'm answering them. So I'm actually getting quizzed with them asking me, but like mm-hmm. they need to know. Um, flashcards are good. Like I said, I wanted to make an app uh, that like you could do it yourself. Like you could quiz yourself, like kind of like a heads up or like make a game out of it or something like that. Um, no one reached out. So I don't think anybody knows how to make apps. <laughs> so I, I mean, that's, that's what I would say. Um, osmosis is really good. Maybe take all of them, write it on a piece of paper and lay it on your head when you go to sleep and see if it leaks in. <laughs> um, or do what I did all through high school and when I had to memorize something or I had to remember something for it, I recorded it on a tape. I put my headphones on and I just let the tape go on repeat while I was sleeping. It actually does sink in. Your yeah. your brain does get it. So maybe record yourself saying all the typings and what their you know weaknesses are and that I don't the know. other thing I think split it up and approach it in small sections, you know, l- take four or five types at a time, really learn those four or five types and then move on to four or five, the next four or five. Cause y'all there's 18 types of different Pokemon. And mm-hmm. then when you throw in the insanity that is dual typing, mm-hmm. it can get really confusing really fast. I actually just posted in the discord, a link to a dual type chart that I literally have pinned to my desktop. Yeah, it, it is a thing I, I reference quite often because yeah. when it comes to dual typings, I forget very quickly that, oh, yeah, because this thing has ground, it actually is immune to electric. So glass yeah. core, my electric moves are doing nothing to. Mm-hmm. I forget that sometimes. And I once again, yeah. I've been playing since 1996. Like it, So approach it in chunks and really focus on, especially if you're really focused on PvP, the types that are really prominent. Mm-hmm. We don't see a lot of rock type, for example. Don't other than Bastion. Yeah. Don't worry about rock types out of the gate. We see a lot of fairy. We see a lot of dark. You see mm-hmm. a lot of water, a lot of mud, a lot of grass. Focus on those types first, mm-hmm. then build out your knowledge to the other types thereafter. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, also, with whatever team you're running, mm-hmm. learn those weaknesses learn those strengths, you know, what they resist, what their weaknesses are. And every time you switch your team, you have three new Pokemon and hopefully three new typings that you can learn. Um, so there, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, our other question, it comes from Artemis and he wrote, what are your thoughts on the RPS issue in GBL? And do you feel uh, it's something that Niantic should change. Um, one minute you're doing well with a 10 win streak. And then out of nowhere, you're getting countered left and right. I think we kind of mentioned it, but yeah, the, the rock, paper, scissors that has become GBL with these cups. Um, I don't think so much in like an open great league. It's rock, paper, scissor. It's, there is like it you have like some things like when I was building my team um when I was the doing the great league um before me and you switched I was 
bouncing it off a fish and he goes, oh, you need to build your team. Start with an Azu counter. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't have any anybody on here that's going to counter Azu and just expect everyone to have Azu. Yeah. You know, so like there are things like that, but with these cups, it is it's rock, paper, scissor. And like Wildcat Dad said, if you don't fix that, it's not going to go anywhere because people are going to get bored super fast. Like, I will be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if this go battle night, there's not a lot of people streaming it because how, I, I'm not going to sit there and watch a bunch of people play Ducklet, Cottony, and Vulpex against Cottony, Vulpex, Ducklet. Like, just different versions of it. Occasionally you get a dry, uh, dry algae um, or a low tad or, or slow poke. Yep. Um, so they're all, like, I, I wouldn't watch it. So, But it is interesting his point there where he says you're doing well one minute you get a 10 win streak and then boom you drop you know the next 15 games or you go 5041 and then like you could kind of see it go and then boom one four like ah, so i don't want to have a theory the tinfoil hat yeah the tinfoil hat <laughs> So I actually tested the tinfoil hat last season during um, Great League Remix. Uh, during Great League Remix one night, I went five sets, five different teams. Did not use the same Pokemon twice. Those five sets, I went 5-0, 4-1, set, the next day, I used the same team as my last one, 5 immediately. Hmm. So... I still play mostly my same team, my, my Drift Bloom, Medichan, Lantern line. I know mm-hmm. it well. I even when I have a bad lead, I get that Drift Bloom led into an Azu. I know I can shadow ball that Azu and then shield my the Ice Beam coming at me and jump to my Lantern and be fine. Mm-hmm. I have learned those matchups so well that I still even with bad leads prefer my lineup. But I did want to try, and, and I know some people will say the, the the algorithm is fake. Some will say it's real. I just wanted to test it out. And I will say the night that I ran five sets of five different teams was my best single ELO night I've ever had. Hmm. No, so, it's, take I, that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I I feel you in, the, in that because there was one, I think it was last season. Yeah, towards the end of last season. Um, I think it was the last week of last season. I ran auto rec in great league and I did better than when I had a solid team. Yeah. Like that when I had a team, I I just, whatever they put up, if, if, I mean, if it was something that I didn't have, I knew it wasn't, I didn't have double move or it wasn't powered up, like wasn't where it needed to be. I just found, like, if it was a psychic, you know, Gotharita or something like that, like, then I just, like, okay, well, I'm, it's a psychic with these moves, so let me find something close to it. Um, let me find but, Hypno every time Hypno. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> yes, hypno, 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 hypno. Uh, so there is, I, I think there is too, you know, some of it, but that's another, another topic for another day. <laughs> um, just, in that case, don't, don't get discouraged. You're, you, everyone's going to have up and downs. Even if you watch the streamers, you, you'll even see streamers have days where they're one, four, one, four, two, three, five, oh, one, four. Everyone has a bad day. Everyone's going to get hard countered here and there. It's just the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. There's no, there is no counterless team out there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, well, those. That's it for our questions. Um, so I guess that's that is it for a show. Um, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing this. Um, I hope you know. I'm really thankful for Wildcat. He's like. Our Discord doesn't run without him. Uh, and now with Reyes coming in and helping out, like, I feel good. Like, you know, we we got things going. And I I just want to thank you personally, um, you know, for everything you do for us. Um, it's It's been awesome. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I know it's something you've been wanting to do. And it's something yeah, it's that I wanted to do. It's been uh, a blast. And I... I it, I will also say uh, 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 also a shout out to Seagull who's giving us a, his bot that he's written to oh, play yeah. the draft with. And he's helping us clean up our discord a little bit because I've been too busy lately. So yeah. with Reyes and Seagull helping out, it, it, the discord's becoming, a, a, as I'll call it, a grown up discord finally. So yeah, it's great. I love our Merry Band of Misfits. It's a fun place to be. It really is. It's awesome. It is. Um, so yeah. So uh, like I do every day or every show. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to our Patreons uh, at the supporter tier. We've got uh, Mr. Batfleck and JD Mojo Jojo. Uh, our producers, King Flip and Papa Rec. Our Discord admins, Wildcat Dad and Reyes683. Uh, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BTWPPPodcast. Uh, you can email us at BTW at gmail.com uh if you want to get into our discord all you have to do is message us on twitter or send us an email and we'll get you that link um and that's that's the show uh you know thank you everyone for listening to the btw beginner to winner pvp podcast i'm astro zombie 954 and i'm wildcat dad 17 you gotta Until say next it time good luck and get good yeah it's not playing the theme. <laughs> More editing there for you. <laughs> there we go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.